Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Welcome to this week's Smallest Cast podcast. This podcast is designed for small government contractors, service providers, and manufacturers as part of the government contractor ecosystem, connecting people, organizations, and resources. Uh, this week, we are coming at you remote again um, in my hotel room. Uh, we have Dennis. Welcome, Dennis. As way TMI. <laughs> hey, we just took a picture of it, so to prove that we're social distancing. That's right. We're social um, distancing. Still the same room. A little yes. weird. Yes. Never say that again. Yes. <laughs> uh, good thing we only have like 5 million followers on this podcast. That's so. right. Uh, okay, Dennis, we uh, rushed down here today. We're down here for some our day job stuff, and uh, we carried a whole bunch of gear People downstairs are like, hey, what are you doing the rest of the day? What isn't that big box? Rock stars. They thought we were rock stars. They said, I got to get up to my room so I can set up for this podcast. They're like, you're a podcaster? I'm like, yeah. Do you autograph? And they're like, no, that's okay. So uh, on the phone, we have uh, two ladies with us. They're both from Hiring Our Heroes. We have Katrina Lusk and Alice Massima. Matt, Mass, Matt. You had it. You did it I know. Again. I just did it. Massimi? It's innate thing. Massimi. Massimi. There you go. Sorry. Kind of Welcome to the, the way show. we say it's kind of Japanese, but she's not Japanese. <laughs> Japanese Italian. <laughs> Masimi. Say, hey, ladies, how oh, you doing? <laughs> you didn't know you were getting in trouble, did you? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I'm, all good. How's it going, guys? <laughs> good. I'm, I'm actually very excited about this episode because um, we have been talking to Hiring Our Heroes now for probably. Oh, almost two years. Um, We've had several Hiring Our Heroes. I want to call them interns, training with industry. I'm not sure. That's one of the things I wanted to clear up during this conversation here. But um, we've we've promoted your program previously on the podcast, as well as I do during uh, Smalls events, to talk about the different opportunities out there to engage with and potentially hire folks getting out of the military. And so... Without further ado, uh, Katrina, um, one, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and then let's talk about what Hiring Our Heroes is so that we can get some more engagement for you from the community. Yeah, awesome. Um, So I'm Katrina Lusk. I'm currently serving as the program manager for Hiring Our Heroes in the Rocky Mountain area, and that covers Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho. Um, I'm physically located near Colorado Springs. Um, So El Paso County, Colorado has five military installations in the county. It might be the only county in the United States with that many military installations. 
all in one spot. And then, of course, here in Colorado, we have um, Buckley Air Force Base that's just to the north of us also. Um, so I'm physically located in Colorado, close to all those bases that support our um, reservists and transitioning service members in the other states um, or those service members that want to move to those other states. So that's my area. Um, and what we do at Hiring Our Heroes is help those transitioning service members. So within that last 180 days before they get out of the military, um, find a fellowship with a professional company that wants to host them for a 12-week fellowship. And we do call them fellows. So it's similar to an internship, but where if you would think about your interns, like you're just getting out of college and you don't have a lot of experience, um, you know, beginner and your fellowship is more of that corporate professional um, educated person with some technical skills and experience already. Um, so at Hiring Our Heroes, we, we take those military personnel that are looking to get out of the military and connect them with our military-friendly and ready employers who want to help them make that transition and that are looking to hire from you know, the awesome talent pool of, of military personnel. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what we do. Or that's what I do. Very cool. So how, how does it get started? Do, you, do, you get, do companies come to you saying, hey, I'm looking for somebody's trying to get out. Uh, we want to help out. We're looking for software developer, programmer, electrical engineering, whatever. Or do they start by going to you saying, hey, I want to be a part of your program? Well, what are you talking about? The people, the people. in the program? Yeah. The, the soldier airmen? Yeah. I'll let her answer that. Well, because there's, that's two pieces you <laughs> yeah. ask. Sure, it's, it's you two ask pieces. two things. You yeah. ask about the people, and then you also ask about how companies. Sure. So, that's so go ahead, asking. Katrina. Go it's ahead. Two-part question. Go I ahead. got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So all of the above, honestly. Um, so I have a, a presence on Fort Carson. Um, so that's the the Army installation here in Colorado, and then there are the the five Air Force bases that I also um, go on and brief on and recruit service members from, but I don't have an office on any of the bases. I just have an office at Fort Carson. Um, so that is the primary. And, and that's through, and that's talent. through, is that through TAP, the transition assistance program, or do you guys, are you separate from that? That's kind of where we're getting at, I guess. How, how do you like you, you advert, do you just advertise, Hey, I'm coming on for hiring our heroes or do you go through some program on the basis too? Yeah. Got it. Got Yeah. So hiring our heroes is a DOD approved Gilbridge program. Um, so that is the, the overall Department of Defense needed to save money um, on transitioning service members who were going on unemployment. So probably about six or seven years ago, they came up with the Gilbridge program, which could be any variety of programs. Hiring Our Heroes is one of those. Um, so when when I brief on military installations, it is as a, a DOD-approved skill bridge program, which makes it really easy for employers um, to connect with us as well because we are already vetted by the Department of Defense, so there's not all those added layers of, of administration and onions for the employers to go through. They can just come straight to us, um, and we vet them for the service members. So, so, so can you circle back to your Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, well, I was going to say, so you go oh. on the base, you advertise or whatever that you put an out, they put an announcement out that you're coming on a base and that gets folks, um, the information about hiring our heroes. 
and then and then what happens? I'll circle back so, to the other yeah, question absolutely. later. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for the service members, I do brief um, in the TAP classes on the Air Force bases. And then as a Army-approved career skills program um, is where I brief there. So the service members can connect with me at those briefings, or they can go straight on our website at um, Hiring Army and complete our interest form to get put in our bucket and we can, our career connector team can direct them with, you know, each step of the process. Like they will evaluate where you are, what do you need and help connect um, those service members and military spouses to the right programs. So and when it, I'm on post. So oh, it's spouses too, then it's not just the military members was a key thing you just said there. Absolutely. Yes. So our military spouse program is at fewer locations than our corporate fellowship program. And the differentiation there is so corporate fellowship would be our active duty service members. Military spouses are obviously military spouses. So the service members can do a fellowship with our host companies for 12 weeks. And then our military spouses would do a fellowship for six weeks with those host companies. Another really fun added benefit of, of working with your military spouses is that they are they're career ready and you can hire them at any point in time. Um, you know, so if you meet their spouse and you know they are awesome um, and you know you want to offer them a position, an actual job straight out of the gate, you can do that. They don't have to complete the fellowship. Where your service members, um, they are still on active duty, so they have to complete their their commitment to the military before you can actually hire them. Um, but you get that long interview period and you get to train them, um, you know, how you want to train them prior to giving them that, that job offer. And they, and they don't have to do the whole 12 weeks either, right? Like say, say the mil- well, it depends on what their timeline is, right? But say they're getting out prior to the, it's six months, they can start this thing. So say they're technically, they're getting out, you know, four months into the program, if they can do that, I think, right? And, and that, But you can hire them whenever they're actually transitioned out or terminal leave or whatever that is, right? You don't have to wait for the whole program to complete, or do you? Um, so the service member does have to be on terminal leave or entirely transitioned out okay. before you can hire them. Um, but the service member can begin their 12 weeks of the fellowship at any point during that last 180 days. Okay. Their, their active duty sort of yeah because 12 weeks isn't 180 days is it that's what i was doing <laughs> right i was like that right. seems You're short about three months <laughs> <laughs> that seems short yeah. okay so yeah. so to to go back to my original question it sounds like the program exists whether or not companies need people or not the program is there to help military people that are or that are transitioning out of the military into the commercial side of the world, right? So it's not like it's a one-for-one where I as a company and says, hey, I need electrical engineering. And then you guys go onto the basis saying, hey, is anybody interested in this company? You already have a pool of people, right, that you're working with. And then you're constantly trying to bring new people in from the military, right? Yes. So my my recruitment would work both ways. I'm constantly looking for employers that want to recruit from – um, and hire from the military talent pool. And I'm always, I mean, there are always people getting out of the military and there are always military spouses looking for their next career. So that talent pipeline is consistent. Um, 
but if you as an employer have specific positions, professional positions that you want assistance with and you know you want that military talent, absolutely come and talk to me. Um, I would love to have that conversation about what, what it means to become a Hiring Our Heroes employer partner um, and get that you know, fellowship started with you. Um, and then, you know, if you love our program that much, you know, we are a nonprofit branch of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce Foundation. So we do always also want sponsorship um, companies that want to fund our programming and keep it alive for the next set of service members and military spouses. So how do we, if you're, if you're out there in listener land and, and you're interested in bringing on these military folk and what, what's nice about this is a lot of them have clearances. A lot of them have been in the military. So they're, you know, kind of, they can speak the language and they have some of the skill sets you're looking for. How, how do they get a hold of you? What's the route for the, for the companies? So employers within my area, so Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho, um, can email me directly, um, and that is klusk at uschamber.com, or you can go onto our website um, and learn more about the program and, and get in contact with us there as well. Did you say .com? Not gov? I not, did. Not org? So klusk at yeah, uschamber.com. Yeah. Okay. It just surprised me. I, I expected <laughs> it to be a dot gov or a dot e, dot org or I guess just not dot, dot, dot com. Co, dot Colorado or something. I don't know. Dot state. Yeah. No, just regular, regular <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the little oh. things. So let's. Uh, so it Colorado is. seems kind of easy market, just low hanging fruit, sort of like you said. There's a lot of bases right here. Plus you got. Uh, just to the north there, you've got uh, Effie Warren, and then down here That's in, Wyoming. in Albuquerque, you have. Oh, you're not. You don't have Albuquerque. You don't have New Mexico. So I personally don't, but our program is national. So if if you're an employer outside of my area, um, you're welcome to reach out to me as well, and okay. I will connect you with my my colleague in in the right area. Or if you just go to the website, okay. um, you can see all of us on there and what our areas are. Well, um, kind of what I was getting at was, you know, so Idaho and Montana and all these other areas, how, how are you um, recruiting there? How do you do How's that done? Cause they don't necessarily have, let's see, Idaho's got um, homestead, right? So there's a few bases mm-hmm. out there, but there's not, they're kind of remote and lonely. Um, so how do they um, tag into you and into the program? Do you go out there and speak to, or how, how, how's that work? So right now I'm, I'm working on that, getting the, the travel piece down to go do actual outreach in person at those locations. Um, obviously there's a lot of different considerations as to why that hasn't happened yet, especially, you know, coming out of our, our COVID life scenario. Right. Um, but the, the primary outreach that I do right now is, word of mouth and honestly that's that is the best way for employers and for for fellows is they have a friend who you know worked at a company that hosted and loved the experience and they heard about it and then they get connected in um or they know someone transitioning out of the military and they would love to host that person and hire them um and they get connected you know connect in that way the most of our fellows that are going to 
what I refer to as my remote dates are actually transitioning from Colorado and they're looking to go home to Montana or Idaho or Wyoming. Right. Um, I heard, I heard a number the other day. I can't, I don't know if it's true or not. I think it was something like only 10% of the airmen, soldiers, whatever, stay in state. Most of them go back home and they were trying to figure out how to do a better job of keeping them in state. I don't know if those numbers are correct, but they're trying to figure out how do we, how do we woo them to stay here, you know, in Colorado or wherever they're at, um, which is a problem. Yeah. So I think here in Colorado, our number is closer to 50% of people that transition out in Colorado want to stay here. Um, That's pretty good. But don't don't well, quote me on that. That's, yeah, you got to you got to keep in mind correct, these pe- these folks have been moved around their entire career every two well, years. They in don't new state. New they're location. not re- just retirees though. I, that, I wanted to ask her that too. They're not just retirees. You can be in the army for three years, get out, and go into this program. You don't have to have been okay. a retiree. It can be any place in your career, right, Katrina? Right, absolutely. Okay. Um, so, our, our kind of our minimum qualifications to be in in the program is that you have at least an associate's degree and three to five years of leadership and supervisory experience. Um, Our our typical, I I hate to even say a typical candidate because we are, we hit all over the map. Um, In the current candidate pool, so I I have 75 candidates right now looking to be hosted in a fellowship in January um, and they range um, from your E4 with a master's degree and a whole lot of technical experience with those beautiful SCI clearances um, to your kernels. So it it is the whole <laughs> spectrum. I, mean, I, like, I like how I've she said, and your, and your kernels. And your kernels, which and are kernels. probably one of the <laughs> hardest ones to, to, to place <laughs> in a fellowship. And not, are. Nothing against O6s, just, uh, you know, I, we've all been on the hiring side of things. And, uh, yeah, yeah O6s, they're, they're tough to place because they bring a certain uh, leadership quality that you have to find that right spot for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think most most employers are the ease or the easiest fellows to place are going to be um, really my my airmen E fours. Right, right. <laughs> they, they they get snapped up like nobody's business, and um, your your captains. Um, the, right. They we used to call them the we used to call them the. We used to call them the junior field grade or the junior, um, we'll call it JMO, junior military officer programs, where years ago mm-hmm. they used to have recruiters come on the base. Um, a lot of the um, pharmaceutical companies were looking for salesmen and things like that, and they would come and find the junior military officers, so the captains, lieutenants, getting out, because they have just enough experience where, you know, they've got some leadership skills, but they're not tainted was the word they used to say or, or brainwashed. I had gotten spoken to once. You're just too brainwashed. I'm like, what? So anyways, yeah. Well, to be fair, I think is what it is, is that they haven't been high enough up in the echelon yet to have, you know, a whole team of people doing everything for them Yeah, where they're not afraid to get their hands dirty again. Well, you know, I had, it's hard transitioning and I think this is a really good program. I will tell you that when I, I'm retired and when I got, was getting out, I was looking at project management positions and one of the companies I was really interested in, they said, well, we just won't hire you. And I was like, well, why not? And they said, well, because, um, 
you're, you've been in too long and you've been, and he used the word brainwashed. I said, well, what does that mean? I said, I can do project management. He goes, yeah. He goes, well, let me flip it on its head for you. If I'm wanting to become a battalion commander, because, you know, I've been doing project management for a long time. I, I own my company. Can I walk in and be a battalion commander? And I was like, no. And he goes, well, then what makes you think you can walk into my company and be a project manager? And I was like, that's a good point. <laughs> I, I've never actually heard it put that way before. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And he, he said, he said, look, I, I get it. I, I understand where you guys are and I, I get the hype. And, you know, he goes, if you want to come in and be a junior person, maybe. But, you know, he goes, I get guys coming out of college and I get other folks or people in my company that I would rather promote, frankly, because um, they've been part of the system and part of what we do. You're coming in from way on the side. And I think that's a hard pill to swallow kind of because we get told in the military oh you get all these great skills you're you know you've done all these great things but um you know having done it now i will tell you that it is a tough transition um and you one of the things and we can talk about this after the break too kind of like you mentioned what are the minimum skill sets and what are you doing to prepare yourself as you're getting out to get a position you know are you looking at certifications are you doing hiring our heroes that's what's nice that it is you work with those companies that want to help right yes just like like our company right we've done this multiple times now we we want to help people transitioning and i think the expectation is it's twofold right that somebody from hiring our heroes is not going to come in and say hey i'm an 06 i know everything better than anybody at this company here's how I'm going to run this that you're asking me to do. They're not going to do that because right. they want to learn how the commercial side does things. They want to quite frankly, get a job to get out. Right. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the bottom line, right? I mean, that is what it is. And you have to be hungry. I think it'd be willing to accept that you're stepping into a different place now that you have not been in. Yeah. I've, I've been, I've, I've worked with both sides, right? Yeah. I've, I've worked with ones that, um, are, are wanting to start a brand new career and they realize that, hey, project management might not be a one-for-one one what I was doing in the military or whatever. Um, and they succeed extremely well. Right. Um, so um, we're actually about 20 minutes in. We're going to go to a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Puebloplex is located east of the Pueblo Airport Industrial Park. As a designated state authority, Puebloplex is responsible for implementing the reuse of the Pueblo Chemical Depot's 3 million square feet of buildings and over 23,000 acres of land. Implementations of the redevelopment plan include seeking companies to continue to generate economic development within southeastern Colorado. Puebloplex currently has tenants conducting manufacturing, warehousing, and distribution operations, and rail car storage and maintenance, in addition to serving numerous business and personal storage tenants. For a detailed look and updated information, visit Puebloplex.com. Welcome back to this week's Smallest Cast Podcast. Uh, this week, we have Hiring Our Heroes. Uh, we On the phone, we have uh, Katrina and Alice. Let's just say it that way. That's easier. <laughs> it's a running joke with Nate. He usually messes up somebody's name. So, so Alice, we haven't asked you to say anything. Um, <laughs> so how are we doing? We doing okay? You're doing good. Everything's going, going good. <laughs> I would just like to clarify, though, it is HiringOurHeroes.org, not that Oh man, see, I knew there was something the up with that. Are, no, our emails are dot com. Oh yeah, that's not confusing at all. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, yeah, so chamber email. So right. we were both right. Yeah. So right. hiringourheroes.org. Yeah. Yes. And uh-huh. K Lusk at at uschamber.com. Yes. Uschamber.com. <laughs> so if you're gonna email Katrina, but if you want to go on to look at a 
trying to get a big picture of everything that we do, you want to go to .org. There we go. Excellent. There we go. And Alice, where are you? Are you in Colorado as well? Are you in the same office or how? No. Where's, where are you? I am not. I am in Fort Riley, Kansas. Home um, of the big my red one. Here. <laughs> Home of the big red one, yes. Uh, and I am a uh, part of the uh, comm team. So that's why I am uh, taking part in today's discussion. So what's your region? What are you, What what? so Kansas, but what else? So I don't have a region. So I'm actually oh. the senior manager of communications for all of Hiring Our Heroes. Oh, oh, all of it. Where Where is Hiring Our Heroes based out of? Is it D.C.? Where, where are they physically based? D.C. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, D.C. But I, I will say that um, Katrina and I are uh, case in point that they practice what they preach. Uh, you know, I'm in Kansas. Katrina's in Colorado. One of my teammates is in Italy. Another's in Arizona. So nice. Um, we're kind of all over. How do you get the Italy gig? <laughs> I know, right? She's got an Italian last name. <laughs> say, I, I, I was just there uh, maybe a couple years ago. I was down in Sicily for, for work um, at one of the bases down there, and uh, it was phenomenal. Um, the wife still hates me because I get to travel the world of, with work. Paris, Albuquerque, UK, Hawaii, now Albuquerque. <laughs> Are you serious? I mean, come on. Hey, so I did want to ask you guys a question about, um, so I heard somebody the other day, it was on TV. They were talking about hiring heroes. Is that another program? Is it, is that, or is that, or they meant hiring our heroes? Is that something else? Yeah, gotcha. So hiring our heroes is us. We're yes. the, the corporate fellowship program. And then there is, Another veteran service organization called Hire Heroes USA. Yes, that might and have been them. That, yes. So also a great organization. They will do your resume um, writing for you. Okay. So, okay. So you're kind of comp- kind of complimentary, them. but you're you're about the whole fellowship program, which I think is awesome. Uh, well, I would well but we have a lot more to hiring our heroes also. So the fellowship program is one of the aspects of hiring our heroes, but we will also help you with resumes and we'll help you kind of kickstart that job search too. Um, And then outside of the fellowships, we also have, you know, other job opportunities. We have our amplify program and um, we have a variety of military spouse programs. So a little more robust than just a fellowship. Well, so I did want to ask that. So you did talk about your cohort, and I know that I think that's the term you use. So when guys go in, guys, gals go into the hiring our heroes program, it is through a cohort, right? Can you guys talk about that a little bit? Yeah. What does twelve weeks look like? Is that twelve weeks, forty hours a week, every week? No, no, well, and is it when I show up, I go into the twelve weeks? I think you guys go in as groups for through cohorts and as training in general. Yeah, because right? she mentioned something about a whole bunch of ones starting in January, or whatever. So, yes. So we run for the corporate fellowship program three standard cohorts a year, and um, so that is traditionally your January, uh, May, and August are the months that those start um so that's going to be that when that 12 weeks starts so what the 12 weeks looks like is going to be monday through thursday working with your employer getting that hands-on you know real world training experience job shadowing with the employer on fridays throughout that 12 weeks fellowship um those 
fellows will be back with us, the Hiring Our Heroes team, to do more professional development and networking opportunities. Um, and kind of circling back to what you said before the break about like expectation management and you know, different skills that you need to kind of keep in mind and maybe polish a little bit while you transition, um, just really to help ease that transition space because it is a difficult time. Um, you know, a lot of changes. So we provide that professional training on Fridays and then it's Monday through Thursday with your, your host company. Now, and that works the same for the military spouses. They're also there just on a six, six week, week rotation instead of 12. Uh, so is it, is it only one company? I mean, assuming that everything goes well and, or, or do you, in those 12 weeks, do these people do multiple companies? So you would be hosted by one company throughout the cohort. Okay. Unless something is not working together with that company, then can you move them to a different company or do they have to finish out the 12 weeks? I have, I have never had that scenario happen. Um, but yeah, I would say if it was a, a not good fit and we could come to a, you know, if the employer and the, the fellow needed to have some conversations, I would hope we could have some conversations first um, and come to an agreement. But yeah, if it's absolutely awful, I'm sure we could work something out. So I had, I had another question. So I do know that you, you said you had 75 candidates, I think is what you said, 70 something. But so um, I so I have gone through the process with you, but I'm trying to explain this to the the listening audience here. So you basically, if you're, so I'm a company, I'm interested in doing this. I contact you, you send me the list of candidates. I look through them and I determine based on kind of the, the spreadsheet you send me and their resumes that I'm interested in three of them. Let's just use that number. And then, uh, um, I contact those guys. I set up interviews. I talk to them and then I come back to you and say, Hey, I'm interested in these three folks. This list gets sent to all the different companies that are interested in this cohort. So what's the next breakdown on that? So yeah. um, Companies need to be like online um, several months prior to the actual cohort start date. So Mm -hmm. just to give a little bit of timeline there, like November of right now, this month is our interview window for the candidates who will become fellows in January. Um, So as an employer, that's the time when you're reaching out to the candidates that you think would be a good fit. You're interviewing them. And then when you determine which ones you want to host, you would need to know what positions you want to, have shadowed and how many fellows you want to support throughout that cohort, then you let me know as the, the manager who you want to host and in which order. You know, if you only have one spot and you interview three people, you know, you just rank order them. So, you know, which one you want first, second, and third. Um, obviously, it's a numbers game. So the more candidates you interview and rank, the more likely you would be able to host a fellow. And that goes for the fellows also. Um, The more interviews you take, the more likelihood you're going to get a placement with a company that you're going to enjoy. And we do the same thing on the fellow side. So they interview with however many companies want to interview them. Then they rank order 
the companies that they want to work with. And then we do program manager magic and do the matching. Um, and then mid-December for this cohort is when we'll let both candidates and companies know what the matches are. So what are the fellowship placements? And then there's about that month in between where the company can then reach out to the fellow and, you know, introduce themselves, kind of welcome them on board, um, you know, provide them any additional information that the fellow might need to be successful for starting in, in their cohort in January. Um, yeah, then January 10th, everybody starts, they do orientation week with us, the Hiring Our Heroes team, and then they would start that following Monday with the host company. So, well, well I was asking the question because I think we're a little behind the timeline. I was hoping that we're going to get this out here in a, you know, soon. Um, and I was hoping we'd meet the timeline, but it sounds like we're slightly behind. So if you are interested in the hiring a heroes program, we probably should focus on the May cohort and start getting engaged now so we can get you on board. Although I'm sure Katrina would tell us there's always opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, to be totally honest, it's going to be your, your opportunities for military spouses are, are continuous and on, on a rolling basis. Um, we do have a pilot program running right now for off-cycle corporate fellows, um, which would be the service members who don't fall, like their separation date does not fall within our three standard cohorts. Um, that is a pri- pilot program we're, we're standing up right now. So there you know, is some opportunity there also as an employer. The benefit of the big cohorts, of course, is that you would get several candidates all at the same time. And then the benefit for the candidate at, at the big releases also is that there are more employers that participate on that rotation. Um, it's the you know it's the traditional model, so everyone is used to it and knows what to expect. So as you can imagine, there's just more comfort level with that. Um, but you are absolutely correct. If you want to get involved as an employer please do reach out now um, to get ramped up for that May May cohort. I know it seems like a, a ways away, but once the holidays are over and we're, we're rocking and rolling in, in 2022, you know, the year will go by really fast. Um, and the resume release for the May cohort is, is going to be in March. So um, yeah, if you're interested as an employer, definitely connect with me now so we can, you know, get that ball rolling in the right direction. So I had a question. Do you guys work with Mount Carmel in Colorado Springs? I do. So Mount Carmel is um, a fantastic partner of the program um, and really just a, a fantastic resource in the area for, for all veteran resources. Yeah. So Mount Carmel, I don't know if you know this, Dennis, but I've, I've spent the last few years helping them. They'll, they'll host like a industry day where – you help them learn how to interview. So people exiting the military is one of the services they offer is uh, we, we'd sit down, I'd sit up and as a hiring manager, I'd sit there and, and interview just pe- person after person after person, and then give them feedback on how they did feedback on their resume feedback, just in general of, of what it's going to be like when they start doing their interviews um, for these, for a, a permanent job outside of the military. And so I'm, I wasn't aware of that. That's awesome. 
Yeah. So that's how I know Mont Carmel anyway, but it's all, I think they also help out with like the resume building and all that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. So the way, the way hiring our heroes partners with Mount Carmel here in Colorado Springs, um, we do a lot of networking events together and then we do a lot of our employer connections come from them. And then of course they have um, connections to so many additional resources where if you need something outside of the scope of hiring our heroes, um, Mount Carmel is one of the first resources, you know, that's going to be able to connect you to all of those additional, additional things that hiring our heroes doesn't do. Yeah. So, so I do want to just circle back real quick. So I know there's a couple of many organizations. There's lots of them out there. I know CSP tap, there's all these things. Um, and you guys are all connected some weird ways. I'm not sure it's magic, but, um, <laughs> I, I do really like the hiring our heroes program. And again, we, our company, and I won't, have we said our name, we don't really talk about it. We also didn't talk about cost. It doesn't cost. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Katrina. How much does it cost? Uh, either one, one or the other. What is two bar question? What does it cost the company? What does it call the, it cost the military person? So, we are absolutely no cost program for fellows to participate. Companies, there is no cost for you to participate. However, I would ask that all companies that love our program to consider becoming a sponsor. Right. So one of the, I had the hardest time, Katrina, convincing our company that uh, we, I said it was, it's free labor. And they're like, what does that mean? We have to have <laughs> no. benefits. We have to have it. I'm like, no, there's no benefits. They're still in the military. Well, then we can't use them to work. I'm like, yes, we can. It's a program that's sponsored by the DOD. And anyways, it took me a long time. Yeah. I think that's a big, back to the communications, Alice, that's a big notice that we have to kind of get that message out that there's no strings attached. There's no, you know, the folks come in for 12 weeks. Obviously the intent is to hire them after the 12 weeks, but you don't have to hire them either. They can be part of the fellowship and that, that helps their resumes too, by the way, you know, saying, Hey, I worked for X company. I did a fellowship for 12 weeks and maybe they don't want to stay. So we had, we interviewed a, a young man and he, he said, well, I want to do the fellowship, but, uh, but, and I want to leave and the end of the 12 weeks, I'm moving, I'm moving to Texas. And we're like, okay, well, okay, that's fine. At least he was honest with us. Right. But, um, so, so that was a big communication issue that I had was just for our corporate headquarters to tell them, Hey, these folks are coming on. They're still in the military. It doesn't cost us anything. It's guys that want to come on and learn about how corporate companies work. That's why I called it a, um, you know, a corporate fellowship or training with industry. Cause I had to kind of couch it that way for them. And then they were like, okay, that, that sounds okay. But at first they were very skeptical. Just FYI. Yeah. And so it is a, I want no, no cost to the employers also. And you're 100% correct. It is under the DOD Stilbridge approved program. <laughs> we're completely, I mean, like, I don't keep saying that, but it, it matters for the service members to get that command approval. And then for the employers, right. that matters because that service member is still in the military. Right. There is literally no cost for you. And if anything, we save you money on that recruiting. Um, you know, recruiting people is very expensive. So if you get that direct pipeline to the, the talent, you know, that's already being curated for you. Um, yeah, it can save you a lot of money in that aspect so as an employer. You did mention, mention though, is if, if you are an employer and you, you have 
um, a good experience with this, which I have no doubt you wouldn't. Um, you mentioned sponsorship packages. What type of, do you guys have like pre-built sponsorship packages or do you take, I mean, how does that work? We do. So um, what I would do at that point, if you want to look at that, I would get you in touch with Sarah Spinner, who is our development um, manager and let her walk you through all that. Um, but our, our basic two levels are going to be our friends of, of hiring our heroes. And that just allows you to work with fellows in more than one location um, and really customize the, the, your contact with the fellows. And the more contact you have with the service members and spouses, um, you know, the more enticing your company is and the more, you know, excited they are about coming to work for you guys. Like it. Yeah. That's a great program. We're, I'm a big proponent of it. So thank you guys for coming on today because like I said, I've, I've been pushing hiring our heroes. We'd, we'd like to do more and we'll talk about that with you ladies afterwards, but yeah, you know, this, try it's not the first the time out. we've, we've talked about hiring our heroes on this podcast. No. And, and we have, do we have one right now? I think, I don't think we have one currently hiring our hero. They, we hired them. <laughs> uh, we've, we're shooting probably 75%. For hiring? For hiring. Yeah. I think. Or more. other ones, like you said, it was just the fact that they wanted to move out of state or. Yep. Um, move on. We've never found somebody that did not fit, for example. Right. I mean, it's always. Well, that's part of the criteria is try to find someone that fits with what you're looking for. Yeah. So, well, so Katrina, so one more time for our audience, because again, I think this is a terrific program. I know everybody's looking for talent right now. I, everywhere we go, Nate and I. We see companies like God. We can't keep. We can't keep people. There's just not enough labor out there for people, um, and it, it's crazy right now. Seriously, crazy. And I know everybody's looking. So how do they? How do they get a hold of you guys? How do they find out about the program? Um, so the easiest way for an employer to reach out, um, they can reach directly out to me. So it's klusk at us chamber.com or you can go to hiringourheroes.org which is our website um, and there's a, a tab at the top that says employers and you can go there to learn all about um, how you can get involved as an employer and and we'll post a link on our website as well and help you guys advertise too for the next cohort coming up yeah we'll, we'll definitely that stuff. Awesome. so so alice any last words from you alice no, Katrina. Katrina's hit on it all. Hit on it all. She did a great job. No, I just wanted to see if there's anything else that we needed to discuss. Should, should we, do we need to ask her? Is she going to be allowed us to post this? No, don't ask her. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you can post it. We want to get the word out. I think there's, you know, there's a lot of transitioning service members that don't know about our program. So it's all about, you know, spreading the word and letting people know that there's this amazing opportunity and. So the one thing that I would say is that these jobs that we're talking about um, are high-paying jobs. Right. Um, you know, there we're not 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 to say. I mean, if you want to get out of the military and you want to go work a minimum wage job, you know, that's great. But a lot of these jobs um, are you know mid-level management and and they pay really well. So um, you know, it's worth it to check it out. Yep, I agree. It's there's so much opportunity, and you guys are not just regionally; you're national and actually international because you said you had folks in Italy too. So, I know I know hiring our heroes. The opportunities are are there. So for servicemen, if you're listening, and or companies, you know this is a great opportunity and a great organization to team up with. 
Katrina, anything else? No, Nate, Dennis, thank you so much for inviting us on today. Um, and I look forward to our continued partnership um, with you guys hooked and fellows as well. I look forward to trying to get some software developers. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> I will do what I can do. I will, yeah. No, well, we got to we got to see who we can recruit to get out. <laughs> we have to talk to you about a bunch of things. Um, we'll be we in touch. Yes. So don't go anywhere. Yeah, don't go right. anywhere. Okay, and that's uh, a wrap for this week, Dennis. And until uh, next time, just Nate signing off. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. You've reached the end of another episode of the Smallest Cast Podcast. Connect with us at thesmalls.org. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to receive our free materials. See you at the next episode. See you at the next episode.